Are you trying to stay up to date on crypto events? Well, you're in luck because we have another cryptocurrent for you right here, right now on The Cryptocracy. Welcome back, Cryptocrats. We are bringing you this week's Cryptocurrent, where we cover all current events that deal with cryptocurrency and blockchain. I'm joined by our esteemed crypto expert, Crypto Corey. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I don't think I've ever been referred to as esteemed. Before. Well, there's a first time for everything. I guess when it's your own show, you can be esteemed. You can be whatever you want when it's your own show. Yep. All right. I'm, I'm the expert, the resident expert. You're the resident esteemed in-house crypto council i like that title um all right well let's jump right into it so we have some some news about mark cuban we like to talk to about him a lot he he comes up quite often he's one of the bigger names in in crypto i would say but he's kind of it sounds like he's kind of um prophesying doom and gloom with like the sec and and whatnot I don't know if it's uh, doom and gloom. Um, so, Mark, let's uh, let's establish what Mark Cuban is and what he isn't. Mark Cuban is not a Bitcoin maxi. Um, I do believe that he is fond of Bitcoin, and I'm sure he has uh, investments in Bitcoin. In fact, I think he said as much. But he is more of a free market uh, uh, crypto guy who uh, likes a lot of the projects that are coming out. Uh, he's a big Dogecoin supporter, um, along with his, his, I don't know if I'd call him his good buddy, Elon Musk, but his fellow billionaire, um, Elon Musk. And um, he, it, like Elon Musk, he is a little bit frustrated with the government and all of the regulations that they put on um, businesses like himself. Uh, in this article, it talked about how he has to just jump through all sorts of crazy hoops just to be able to sell his own stocks, um, and not violate insider trading. Basically any trade that he does is an insider trade. Think about that. He, he owns, uh, many companies and he's pretty, uh, savvy with what the direction of the company is. So there's never a time that he can trade where it's not going to be an insider, insider trade. And one of the ways that they get around uh, rules like this is, um, you know, they, they, after they do something like their quarterly report where they put all the news out there uh, that they can, then there is no insider knowledge that he has that is not public information. Um, and while that might seem pretty simple, it's not always true because he might know that they're going to do something three months from now that could materially affect the, the price of the stock, but that's not still not public information. So no matter when he trades, it's just going to be, um, you know, it's going to be insider trading. So he has to fill out all this paperwork. And and to his point, it's not super clear if he's ever uh, in compliance with the law or not in compliance with the law. And this is what he's saying the SEC is going to do to cryptocurrency. That the same type of rules that they put on um, on him uh, will will be put onto regulating crypto and that it will just become a nightmare. And um, unless his point was, unless you can afford an, an attorney, you'll always be guessing whether or not you're in, you're in violation of some uh, SEC rule. Well, is it even possible to inside trade crypto? No, it's, so it'd, so be, it'd be something different. It'd be something okay. different. 
the 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 point is is that the, these rules are so um, ridiculous that uh, you can't comply with them unless you can afford you can afford attorney an attorney. Now, right now, all you have to do is pay the uh, tax on your crypto. That's basically the most regulation that the that a U.S. citizen has to deal with. You you buy crypto, you sell it. Um, the difference is your profit, and depending on whether or not you've held it for a year or less, um, d- depends on whether or not you pay personal income tax on it or capital gains tax. And if you're a guy like me, um, TurboTax is, is, and some crypto tax software, um, I actually use two uh, different software suites, um, is sufficient for you to create an, a report and determine what your uh, profit margin is, and, and then you can you can file your taxes. So it's not super complicated, although I had a lot of trades and making sure that you get every trade uh, covered is, is, is kind of a little bit uh, difficult. Um, so I don't, you know, I don't need an attorney or a, ta- a tax attorney to help me out, but if they start making crazy regulations, like this is a security. And if you trade in it, um, you're going to go to prison for trading an, an unregistered security. Um, it could, it, it could become an issue. And I, I tend to, uh, agree with Mark Cuban. I, I think that the the government overregulates in in the guise of trying to protect me from basically myself. I'm going to become a criminal because they want to protect me, and it's just silly. It's kind of backwards. It's just yeah, they're they're not in it for protecting the little guy. I'm sorry, that's just I don't buy it. I think anyone who believes that. Uh, your friendly neighborhood politician is really in it for the little guy. Um, you're extremely naive. Uh, politicians are in it for themselves. Uh, they tend to have big egos. You have to have a pretty big ego if you're going to put yourself out in front of millions of people and say, hey, I'm the best person for this job. Vote for me. Have your face plastered everywhere. Uh, shaking hands, kissing babies, uh, standing up, talking all the time. I mean, it, it does take a, a, a bit of an ego. Um, I think we've seen in in the politics of the day, not much to be admired or emulated. And so um, I'm sorry, I might be a little bit cynical, but if you're within the sound of my voice and you really think that your average U.S. politician and your average U.S. unelected regulator like um, Gary Gensler is, is trying to work in your best interest, that's not true. They're trying to work in their best interest and in the interest of their special interest groups that fund their political campaigns and um, and pay their contributions. Now, having said that, I'm not I'm not one to say, hey, no one uh, can contribute it to, to uh, you know a politician because I do believe that you still have the the right to do so, and that the ability to contribute to a, a politician is is really an extension of your First Amendment rights uh, to spend money on something that you you believe in. Um, so. Again, uh, getting long-winded here, uh, you know I'm a little bit frustrated because this cryptocurrency is, is mostly about U.S. government. Um, sorry for those of you who are in other countries. Um, hopefully your countries are, are treating uh, crypto better than the U.S., um, but we're, we're kind of doing it really poorly here. Which is a, a sad thing, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a sad thing. You know, I... I actually like Gary Lee Gensler as a person, but I, I don't think he's out for the average small guy. Um, just, I don't buy that at all. If anything, the small guy's getting punished. Yeah, that's pretty fair. All right, well, let's jump to our second story. Um, another SEC story. So Coinbase is reportedly 
reportedly facing an SEC probe for listing unregistered securities. Yeah, imagine that. SEC comes into the picture again. So the SEC has refused uh, to date, even though they've been asked by uh, uh, senators and members of the House of Representatives and uh, Coinbase themselves and other other uh, crypto leaders to please clarify what makes a cryptocurrency a security. They have yet to publish those rules. They don't exist. And yet, they're now taking action against Coinbase for listing unregistered securities. Well, how is a company supposed to comply with the law or the rule? It's not even a law. So let's let's back up again. We're not talking about laws that are passed by people that we get to elect. We're talking about rules created by an unelected official, someone who we can't fire and have no power over, even though the government's supposed to serve us, not the other way around. We are not slaves to our government. The government's there to protect our rights, not dictate what we should do day to day. Some unelected person has ruled in their own mind somewhere that these are securities and without giving the definition to anyone are now um, investigating, uh, you know, having a probe for listing these unlisted securities, even though they can't tell you what that means. That's ridiculous. It's totally unfair. It's not transparent at all. It is uh, things done in secret back rooms uh, in order to, to cause harm uh, to Coinbase. I, I believe it's, it's stemming from an anti-crypto uh, attitude uh, from the government. And um, if I sound a little bit irritated, it's because I am. Um, these types of things uh, frustrate me. They are, they are the antithesis to freedom. Um, you know, Coinbase makes a lot of money. Um, they'll be able to hire a lot of attorneys. Um, what will be interesting is that they'll probably get some sort of a ruling out of it that will be able to uh, let us know going forward what is a security and what isn't. Now, if if you remember uh, some of the cryptocurrency that we've talked about in the past, or it, you know, it may have may have even been a, a regular episode, um, we've talked about uh, some things that I do think fit the uh, definition of a security. Do Do you remember what those were, Josh? I don't. The um the ICOs, the initial coin offerings, mm-hmm. where a company was using um cryptocurrency to raise money to to fund their business. I absolutely think. Um, as as defined, you know, at, under the current definition of a security, that ICOs absolutely fall under that. And you know, and while I'm not big on regulation, I think if we're going to apply the law equally, then it it should apply to ICOs. I think that uh, DAOs um, may come under uh, the the Securities Act, although I could see probably a a way out for them because it's just a token that gives you governance over something and you're not necessarily doing it for for profit if you remember the dao that tried to buy the constitution which we've talked about several times um there was no profit um in that dao for anyone who uh contributed you just got a governance token which allowed you to vote on what what was to be done with the with the um constitution now they weren't successful in buying it and um, they, you know, at the last minute kind of made it to where you weren't getting a share of the constitution, just a governance token where you could vote. So you didn't have any ownership in it, uh, because they were worried 
uh, because of the lack of clarity from the SEC, they were worried that they might be in trouble like Coinbase. So they, um, you know, they kind of backed down a little they bit. They kind of backed down a little bit. So, but I, you know, I could see where a DAO, if you were investing in one and you were and you were thinking to make a profit, that's pretty much the Howey test. Um, then, then they would be considered a, a currency. I mean, sorry, a, a security. So let's talk about crypto, though. It crypto, and we've and I've said this in the past, is the one thing that would be very difficult to define as a security. Even I think if a person was thinking in their mind that they might make a profit off of it, because typically the cryptocurrency in most instances is necessary for the running of the network. And so if you want to participate in the network for any reason, you have to have the cryptocurrency. You have to buy it. And so a really strong argument could be made that you you need uh, you need this cryptocurrency in order to make the platform work and that it is it is a function of the platform. And if you're buying uh, something that causes the platform to function, um, I don't see how it could be called a security. It would be like, I don't know if you've, in, the, in America, we have this place where uh, kids like to go for their birthday called Chuck E. Cheese. And it's it's a pizza place. It's I'm sorry, if you're a Chuck E. Cheese fan, pizza, that pizza is just absolutely horrible. It's the worst pizza on the earth. I, I never thought it was that bad. I can't stand it. But um, So you go to Chuck E. Cheese and they have a lot of video games or ar- arcade games and, you know... Uh, Ski ball, ski ball, and the basketball thing, yeah, and all that, and and you get these Chuck E. Cheese tokens. You have to buy them, and you basically use them in in the arcade. And if for some reason they became a collector's item, and you were buying these Chuck E. Cheese tokens because you thought that they might appreciate, and you you'd sell them to some someone else. That's similar, although probably a poor analogy. It's similar to crypto. Uh, you need the tokens in order to make the arcade games work, but you're buying them because you think you're going to sell them to someone else for a profit. Well, the same is true for cryptocurrency. You, you buy the tokens because they, they are needed to cause the platform to function, uh, to reward miners on the platform, to reward people who are, are providing security on the platform, and to reward the builders of the platform. Uh, you need the you need the cryptocurrency to pay the gas in order for the platform to work. So I, it's just really difficult in my mind for them to come out and classify it as a as a security, regardless of whether or not a person thinks that they're going to profit from it uh, or not. So enough on that. Um, you know, if you can't tell, um, I'm thumbs down on the SEC. Um, I think that they only protect the wealthy who can afford attorneys, and it only hurts the the little person. Yeah, kind of another form of the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Rich get and, and just in a different way. Yeah, the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Everyone says it's a it's a failure of capitalism. Folks, if you think that we live in a capitalistic society here, you're sadly mistaken. Yeah, we live in a uh, democratic, uh, socialist like society where the government makes a ton of rules uh, that end up only protecting the big companies uh, who can afford the attorneys and who can afford uh, to pay the politicians to write rules in, in their favor. That is not capitalism. That's uh, closer to fascism. All right, well, let's jump to our, our next story. So we've got some U.S. senators who have introduced a bipartisan bill to exempt small crypto transactions from taxes. This sounds like a good thing. Yeah, is something it? some something good came out. Well, it hasn't come out of Washington yet. Um, so you have... Uh, the Virtual Currency Tax Fairness Act 
It was uh, introduced by uh, Pat Toomey and Kristen Sinema. Uh, so it's a bipartisan bill. Pat Toomey is a Republican. Uh, Kristen Sinema is a Democrat uh, from Arizona. Uh, and Toomey's from Pennsylvania. And then in the House of Representatives, uh, you have Susan uh, Del Bine and David Schweikert, who also introduced their own bill. So in the Senate, their version of the bill uh, exempts gains of up to $50 or transactions of $50 or less. So if you go out and you go to Chuck E. Cheese and you buy $50 worth of pizza and Chuck E. Cheese tokens, um, which, by the way, are not securities, um, you would not be taxed on that uh, transaction. You you would be able to spend it uh, tax-free. Um, if you sold the cryptocurrency for uh, fiat um, and it and the gain was less than $50, then, then you wouldn't be taxed on that transaction either. Now, the one in the House uh, uh, that they introduced in the House uh, exempts it up to $200 or less. Um, obviously, I would love the, the $200 one to go through, but I doubt it. Um, usually, the more restrictive one uh, is the one that uh, gets passed. So I would expect that if it actually makes it to the floor and gets votes in both uh, the Senate and the House, um, that the $50 one is probably the one that would pass if you can get it to pass at all. Um, so if you are from those states, uh, call your senators, um, ask them uh Thank them for introducing the bill or call your representatives and thank them for introducing these bills. And if you're not from one of these states, then call your senator and your member of the House uh, who represents you and tell them to get on board and support this bill because this is a step in in the right direction. It's a shame that they even have to have it at all, but it is a step in the right direction. Yeah, no, I agree. Now, I've heard I've, I've heard from people um, who talk about, well, what should tax policy uh, for cryptocurrency be? Well... Uh, the best uh, idea that I have heard of is that when you go from fiat to crypto, as long as it stays in crypto and doesn't go back to fiat, none of the transactions should be taxed um, because you're not spending it. Uh, there's not much that you can do with it. If you do spend it, it's a taxable event. Um, but if, if you're just trading in and out of cryptocurrencies, not until you go to uh, fiat again, uh, should should you be taxed because then you're putting it back then you're actually selling it otherwise you're trading it and if yeah, you yeah. if you look at the way trades work um, if you have a boat and I have a car and they're of equal value and we trade it's not a taxable event because neither one of us has gained more than what we have and by definition if you trade one cryptocurrency for another you are literally trading something of equal value otherwise the transaction won't go through so uh, crypto trades, crypto to crypto trade should not be taxed because it's like for like. Only when there's a sale uh, into fiat should it be taxed. Now, do I think that um, you know crypto should be taxed? Well, given the society that we live in and that we have taxes on gains, yes, I think that it should be taxed. Do I like it and agree with the system? No, I don't. And I think the income tax uh, system in the United States is broken. Um, I think all investments uh, should be treated as a capital gains um, because it's not a wage and it's not really a sale. It's a, it's an investment. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But at least we have one positive thing to talk about today. Yeah, so, one 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 thing done right uh, remains to be seen if it if it will get. Passed. Yeah, hopefully it goes through. 
All right, well, that about wraps it up for this week's Cryptocurrent. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter at the underscore cryptocracy and on Instagram at the cryptocracy. And stay cryptic. Cryptocurrent.